Do you have an event coming up and you think, man, an F-cubed presentation would be perfect for this event? Companies, conferences, organizations, groups, whatever you guys got, man, fitness, finance, faith, maybe some blend of all the above, maybe motivation, maybe inspiration, whatever it is, if you think that I could bring some value to your group, to your people through F-cubed, man, I would love to be a part of that conversation. Reach out to me anytime, jschultzf3, social media across the board. You can email me, jschultzf3 at gmail, and I will be so humbled to even be considered for your group and your people. F-Cubed Podcast, we are back. And I wanted to take an episode here and kind of share with you guys how I got started in bodybuilding, like how it all began for me. And I've kind of alluded to this in some of the other episodes, especially some of the earlier ones. And then I had Angelo Lilac on from Modern Nutrition a few episodes ago, and he talked about how he got started in fitness. Now, he's not a bodybuilder, but he has an incredible story for how he got started in fitness and kind of the intersection between fitness and faith and just a really, really inspirational story and an inspirational guy for that matter. And so definitely go back and check that out. That has quickly turned into one of the most popular episodes on the F-Cubed podcast. So go check that out. But in hearing his story, I thought I need I need an episode kind of sharing my story. And so, you know, for some of you guys that are just finding me or just discovering me, thank you very much, by the way, for your attention. Thank you, first and foremost, for your time and your attention. I am so appreciative of that because I know, you know, we're all so busy. We all have so many things going on. And so the fact that you are allocating any of your time to listen to to me or my story or what I have to say, man, I am just so, so humbled by that. And so let me take a few minutes to kind of tell you a little bit about how I got started and you know maybe you'll you'll pull something from this. If nothing else, it might give you a couple of laughs because uh the way I started wasn't exactly, you know, a fairy tale. It wasn't exactly, you know, the perfect start that I was hoping for. And so growing up, I was a big kid. Man, I was I was big. I was overweight. I was picked on. I was made fun of. I mean, I was I was the fat kid in the group, you know, for all intents and purposes. I mean, that was the life, that was the youth that I that I knew that I lived. And so, I played sports throughout most of my youth. I played baseball for a really long time, and then in high school, I played baseball and football. And I was a decent athlete. You know, I wasn't great, but I I held my own. But I was still big. I mean, I was big. That you know, my my physical stature was one that was layered with fat both you know figuratively and literally and so when I graduated high school before I was going to go to college I actually remember this so vividly I got out of the shower one day and I looked in the mirror and I said it's over like it's over I'm not going to live like this anymore I am not going to live like this anymore I am going to turn it all around and I'm starting right now. And so 
I start. I went to the gym. I started training. I started working out. I was banging my head against the wall. I was just doing all kinds of, you know, everything wrong. But then I actually had a pivotal moment in my life. Christmas 1999, I was actually in a car accident that forever changed the trajectory of my entire life because I broke my right leg. I actually broke my right femur bone. I still have a titanium rod running through my right thigh. I actually lost the hearing in my right ear, and that's been gone ever since, and there is no, from what I can gather, there is no hope of it ever returning. And so some of you already know this story, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too, too far, because I know if I do, we will not return. And so that accident played a pivotal role in my entire life, but it actually played a pivotal role in my start and my beginning as a bodybuilder. Because while I was rehabbing my my broken leg, I couldn't walk, obviously. And so I was, you know, I spent the next several months in this little room in my mom's house, the room that I grew up in as a kid. And I remember lying in bed reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography. My best friend at the time, guy by the name of Brian, he went to the library and he got me this book. He's like, dude, you got to read this book. It's going to lift your spirits. It's going to give you some motivation to, you know, to work out and to train when you get back, when you heal, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, I mean, I was bored out of my mind. You know, I had nothing to do. I mean, this was 2000. The internet, like, didn't even exist. I mean, the internet was like, you know, dial-up modems, like, you know, only the elite got on the internet, and I was certainly not elite. And so, so I got this little book, this paperback book. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe it's called The Education of a Bodybuilder. And I'm actually looking at it right now on my bookshelf, and I'm kind of far away in the room, so I can't make out the title exactly, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And so I read this book, and it was Arnold kind of talking about how he got started. This book changed my life. This book this book was basically the reason why I became a bodybuilder. Like I had that moment stepping out of the shower after I graduated high school when I knew I wanted to turn my life around. Like I knew I wanted to make physical fitness kind of a a new priority in my life. But I didn't know exactly how that was going to happen. And then I spent, you know, a couple of months just banging my head against the wall in the gym. And then I was in that car accident. And that, that obviously caused me to pause and reflect and think about things. Well, when I read through Arnold's beginnings as a bodybuilder, I mean, that literally gave me a whole new frame of reference. It gave me a whole new appreciation and it gave me a whole new structure for what I wanted, you know, my life to actually look like from a physical fitness standpoint. It gave me a blueprint that I wanted to follow. I mean, Arnold, you know, Arnold's obviously one of the most famous people in our society today. And, you know, his his stardom on the movie scene really started with his becoming a bodybuilder, his building an impressive physique, and his becoming a world champion. You know, and so I read that and I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm, you know, I'm going to build this impressive physique. I'm going to follow in Arnold's footsteps and I'm going to become a world champion. Well, you know, truth be told, let me let the cat out of the bag. That has not happened yet. I, and it's 2018 now. So 18 years later, that still hasn't happened. But nevertheless, it did serve as the fuel and the fire and the inspiration that I needed, you know, at the beginning. 
And so that was, so let's think. That was Christmas 1999. I rehabbed my leg for the next, you know, I don't know, six, maybe nine months. And then I went to college, started college in the fall of 2000. And then I actually did my first bodybuilding show in the spring of 2001. So it was only, you know, six, seven, eight months after I started college. And so I trained my tail off, man. Like I, it's so funny to think about how I trained now and how I trained then because I literally did like just about everything wrong. Like I literally did just about everything that you shouldn't do. And it's just so funny for me to think about that, you know, given everything I know now and just given, you know, all the experience I have now. I mean, like, for example, you know, I literally believed that you should do lightweight for high reps so that you can get toned so that you can define the muscle. I mean, this is how I trained, you know, and it's a lot of people still train that way today. And, and, and they believe that's the best way to, you know, kind of tone their muscles and define their muscles and lose fat. And so I share that because a, I've grown so much in my thinking over the years, but B, you know, I have a lot of empathy for people that train that way. I have a lot of empathy for people that start that way in their own journeys for physical fitness because that's how I started. And so I know I know that struggle really well. Like I know that belief in thinking that that's the way that you should train. Now I know better. Now I've learned a lot over the years and I know there's a much better way to train. But if that's, you know, how you yourself think now or if you know someone like that or you see people at the gym that are training that way, you know, have some sympathy, have some empathy because we all have to start somewhere and that's where I started. I started training. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a set under 12 reps because I felt like, oh man, I don't want to get too big. I don't want to get too blocky. Like that's not my goal here. I just want to be, you know, lean and svelte. I mean, that was that was the look that I was going for. And so, you know, I, I thought my training should mirror that. Another thing I did was, and this is this is hilarious to even admit like out loud, but I literally believed that it took your body 24 hours to store fat. Like I thought it literally, like there was some mechanism in your body that it took it 24 hours. And as long as, you know, you could eat whatever you wanted within a 24-hour window. But as long as before the clock struck midnight, you know, Cinderella style, as long as you got back on the wagon, you didn't store any fat. And so that's that's literally, that was my approach to nutrition. You know, I, I, I took I took a line out of Arnold's book, which was, if it tasted good, I didn't eat it. If it didn't taste good, I ate as much of it as I possibly could. That was the protocol that I followed for six days out of the week. And then the seventh day, like it was just a treat day bonanza. I mean, it was a calorie circus like you couldn't even believe. And so I did that and it actually worked. And it didn't work because of what I was doing. It definitely worked in spite of what I was doing. But because I was in such a caloric deficit the other six days out of the week, you know, I was able to, you know, actually, you know, lose a lot of weight and lose a lot of fat. And I and I did transform transform my physique. So fast forward to, you know, the first my first bodybuilding show. So it's like March of two thousand one. I'm rolling up to the show. I remember sitting outside the venue in my car. I was listening to a Pink song 
it's it's so interesting, man. Like I've been training now. I've been competing for like 17 years. And every for most of my shows, my shows are all kind of they're kind of landmarked in my mind by different Pink songs. So Pink's career has obviously gone at least 17 years because I remember, you know, listening to a Pink song. It's whatever song was popular by Pink in 2001. I've listened to so many of them, and I'm not even really a Pink fan necessarily. But like every time I train for a bodybuilding show, I always try to find you know her latest song to kind of kind of block off this time in my life by this song in my mind. And so whatever Pink song was was popular back then, man, I wish I knew the title. If I, if I heard it, I would know it instantly, obviously. But it's one of it's I don't know. Anyway, find a Pink song from 2001 spring. That was the song I was I was listening to. Well, I was convinced that I was going to win the entire show. Like I was I was convinced. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like these people don't know. Like like maybe they've trained kind of hard, but they don't know the struggle that I've just been through. Like they don't know what I've just done to get to this point." I was absolutely 100% certain that I was going to win. I thought maybe I'll take second if it's just like a fluke. Right, and there was like some bias by the judges, but I'm definitely gonna win. Well, that night, I got on stage with eight other guys. It was me and eight other guys. There was nine guys in my class, and there were different classes, right? And so the winner of each class would then go up against each other to determine who won the whole show, which I was convinced was going to be me. Well, fast forward, you know, bodybuilding shows are like all-day events. You do a morning part, you do an evening part, you do all that stuff. And so the morning show went out there, did the pre-judging, which is where all the actual scoring takes place. Went out there, did the pre-judging, came back that night, did the evening show, did my first ever posing routine to a jam by default, right? That band from the early 2000s, right? I didn't do Wasting My Time. I picked actually... Uh, one late night by default, which is kind of a slower jam. And so I don't know why I chose that song, but I did. And so I went out there and I did my routine. And then the results came in. And I took ninth out of nine. And I took dead last. And it wasn't even close. Like, you know, not only did I take ninth out of nine, but like the guy who took eighth, like he made me look like I didn't belong. Like, forget about the guy who won my class, and definitely forget about the guy who won the whole show. But I took ninth out of nine. I took dead last. I was totally embarrassed. I got laughed off the stage. Like, it was literally like I hadn't even worked out compared to these other guys. Like, it was literally like they just called a guy randomly out of the crowd that night, and they were like, hey, man, we need one more guy to fill out the roster tonight. Can you do it? And I was that guy. And so... That was an interesting experience for me, and my parents were there, and some of my friends were there, and my parents were actually really, really worried for me. They were concerned because they were like, oh my gosh, he is going to be so discouraged. He is going to be so disappointed in himself. Like We don't want his confidence to just be totally shattered. But what's really interesting about that moment in my life was I actually wasn't discouraged, and I wasn't disappointed. I actually left that night, and this is by God's grace alone, because, you know, for all the obvious reasons, I should have been discouraged, and I should have been disappointed, but I wasn't. 
I left that night with so much fuel and so much fire. And I made a commitment to myself. I said, I'm, this is not going to happen again. I am never going to experience what I just experienced. It's just not going to happen. I am going to dedicate myself to this sport because I just made a transformation in my life that literally, and I may have taken dead last against those other guys because, I mean, those guys all look like statues. But for me, I still made a radical transformation in my life. Like, it changed my life forever. I was no longer, you know, the, the, the chubby, fat kid that got picked on, that got made fun of, you know, that felt embarrassed to go out in public, that felt, you know, just 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 lacked this self-esteem and you know self-confidence and all those things. I was no longer that person. I now had a physique that I was proud of. I now looked like someone who valued their health, who was physically fit, who took training and nutrition seriously. And so it changed my life. It changed my viewpoint on the world around me. And I am forever grateful for my finding that Arnold Schwarzenegger biography. I am forever grateful to my buddy Brian who brought me that book and for God placing that book in my hands at that time when he knew I would be receptive because I was, again, I was bored out of my mind. I had nothing else to do. And I read that book and it changed everything for me. And so I've since, you know, I've competed maybe 15 or 16 times since then. I've also, you know, that, that is not the only time I've taken dead last in a show. I've definitely taken dead last in other shows. But it was the only time when I was embarrassed. It was the only time when I looked like I didn't belong. And so, and I mean, now, recently, you know, if you guys have been following me at all, you know that I am now on the pro qualifying stage. And I actually took second at, uh, I did a couple of shows last summer. I took fourth out of seven in one show and I took second out of four in another show on the pro qualifying stage and I actually won my novice class in that first show when I took fourth out of seven in the open class uh, which was the class where you could turn pro and so my goal now is to turn pro like my goal now is to earn my pro card on the natural bodybuilding stage and so I don't know that I'll ever get to the world champion status I probably won't Sadly, so those dreams may have to come to a halt here, but uh, I do think it's within reach for me to earn my pro card, and so that is kind of my new goal. But it all started. It all started with that, that Arnold Schwarzenegger biography, and so you know I appreciate you guys, man. If you made it through this whole podcast, you know maybe it helped with your commute to work this morning. Maybe it helped on the treadmill. You know, as you're knocking out some cardio, maybe you're just trying to distract yourself from work or whatever the case may be, you know, I appreciate you guys and your attention during this, uh, this episode. I hope you got something from it. Maybe you got some laughs, you know, maybe it made you smile or maybe, you know, maybe it made you kind of think about the importance of physical fitness in your own life. You know, maybe it will serve as a little bit of fuel or fire or fire for your own physical fitness journey. That would be, that would be really, really great. That'd be really really awesome, you know, if that was, if that was the case, but I'll leave you with this. If you're in a situation right now where, uh, 
you're kind of far away from where you want to be physically, from where you want to be with physical fitness, and you're not sure if it's worth it. Let me just tell you from experience, from my own journey, that it is worth it. That it is absolutely unequivocally worth it. Now, how far you want to go with it is going to be totally up to you. But if you find yourself right now kind of out of shape, kind of overweight, kind of thinking, man, I really want to turn this around. To take where you are now and turn that into someone who is more physically fit, someone who values training, someone who values nutrition, I'm telling you right now, it is worth it. The sacrifice, the dedication, the commitment that it's going to require is going to be so worth it that you should absolutely do it. You should absolutely go for it. Don't hold anything back. Just go for it. And so that's it, man. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, you know, if if you wanted to leave me a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. If you wanted to share this podcast with someone else who might be kind of, you know, struggling with their own physical fitness and who and who you think might enjoy hearing how I started and it might serve as, you know, a moment of inspiration in their own journeys, their own paths for physical fitness. That would be awesome. Share it with them. And uh, that's it, man. I'll see you guys on the next uh, episode. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough prestige yet to have you know my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to LiveFCubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look.